to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Hi, I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 118. Did you just check that? Yeah, I checked it in my book. You should have just said no, I didn't. I just, I'm honest. How'd you keep a record? Who no, you know. Who am I kidding? Here I am. I'm an honest person. I am nowadays. I didn't used to be, but no, everyone's dishonest. Right. I'd, I'd, say, right. I'd say you start getting <laughs> honest after 21. Do you think that's because it takes so much effort to lie? Um, nobody's got no, any effort. No, I, th- I think it's because as as a younger person, you, you get quite... Um, I think you, you're more... This is completely off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Where to Where we dish details about all things horror. <laughs> oh, and the truth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think when you're... When you're young... But before 21, well, 21 and downwards, you, I think you find it quite important to be liked by everyone and to try and, like, not be popular, but to be... To be, what a, to people be around, want you to yeah, be. yeah. People, people. Whereas I think once you get past twenty-one, well, for me anyway, I'm just like, mm, <laughs> I don't fucking <laughs> matter. So yeah, fucking it just, it just don't matter podcast. anymore. Like, just say it how it is, and then if if people get offended, yeah, them. yeah. If they don't like it, then they don't see you, and then that's made your life easier, hasn't it? So there you go. There's my reason. Oliver's little tidbit. Like, of... Would you rather for this week's episode? <laughs> um, yeah. I just want to before we start the episode today, I just want to give a quick disclaimer that. Our recording may be a bit on and off for the next few weeks. Oliver's got a lot of holidays booked. And so it might be that we might have to go a couple of weeks without an episode or we might be normal and then have a week off. But we will get them up as soon as we can. But we just want to make you aware that over the next few weeks, it's going to be a little bit testy dependent on where we are. Yeah. So this is Charlotte's spin-off and we are doing the part... Five. Is it is it part five? Yeah. Part I five think. overall, but part four of this group of no, things that... part three of overall how can it be part five or part three overall because we did we did one so it must you, be part did... six overall and then part three we did one episode where you did them didn't we you you no made... we did two of those episodes oh did we yeah and then i think this is a fourth of mine so it's six overall but four out of this group yeah right yeah anyway <laughs> it's, it's our, like it's our uh, agree to disagree um little game that we play so just in case you've not seen any of the other episodes um there are some folded up bits of paper with controversial opinions you could say about things in the horror genre um some of them i got off the internet some of them i made up uh, and just because i wrote them didn't doesn't necessarily mean that this is what i think i just knew it had i just knew that it would um it would spark a bit of a debate, shall we say. So the premise of the game is you, the, the p- bit of paper you pick up and read out, you have to back that statement and provide arguments for irrelevant whether that's what you actually believe or not. So as it's your episode, would you like to go first? Thank you. That's very kind of you. I think I've gone first on every one of these, but thank you anyway. I'll How many have we got the... left? Seven. Oh, well, eight in total. Yeah. Demons are the scariest antagonists possible. Wait, am I agreeing? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're back in I, I actually do agree with this. I feel like there's a lot to be said for something that you can't see. And demon... I don't think demon... Well, demons aren't people. Demons aren't ghosts. Demons are concepts. Can I put my... I'm just going to 
fit a little point in why I go for all this. Demons are also not proven to be real. Whereas, as Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, but the the the, premi- <laughs> the premise of a serial killer is real. That there are and has been many serial killers. Yeah, but you're you're not telling me that, um, like demons are the scariest antagonist possible. That's that's a vi- an antagonist is a villain, and you get villains in horror films. Like that's the like antagonists are characters. You get protagonists and antagonists. Yeah, so but I yeah, but personally, I by the way, just want to say I kind of do agree with that. I think they are they, they can be, but I do think there's a very strong argument that to to you. It could very easily be the case. However, to someone who is a skeptic and doesn't believe in all this stuff, to them it could be yeah, they look scary on the film, but I don't, I don't lay in bed at night thinking shit. What if a demon comes and get me? However, you could very easily you're talking strangers, films like that. Um, yeah, but you can escape a serial killer. I mean, it's a very very narrow yeah, chance the thing of escaping is, one. Yeah, but, but the, the thing is that you could argue that there's a there's a hundred percent more chance of you being killed by a serial killer than there is being possessed by a demon. Because, and I know this is a very controversial point, but as far as we're aware, there's no concrete proof that demons actually exist. Whereas there is a there is a far greater chance, still very small, that you could get killed by a serial killer. Well, there's also a fa- there's also a chance that demons could have possessed the serial killers too. Girl. Yeah, but again, you're getting into you're getting into Hollywood yeah. Well, you've here. just gone and pulled my argument apart. That's a whole that's a whole point. I know, but you didn't even let me finish. <laughs> My argument. Well, I'm just going to jump in here and just fucking dismiss your entire theory. Because it was demons are this, demons are that, but demons also are not real. Yeah, but neither are serial killers. Proof. Yeah, but they are real. Yeah, but because they were possessed by demons. So that's your argument, yeah, is demons is. Demons are scary because a demon yeah. might have possessed a serial killer and that's why he killed. Yep. You know what, when you go into this mood, I know I've won. Like, <laughs> I'm a bit like, oh, she's getting defensive. I'm not getting defensive, but I just... I. I just think that you've got more of a chance of escaping a serial killer than you have a demon. If, if demons were real, if, de- if I genuinely thought that demons were a, an actual thing, then 100% I would be like, yeah, demons are by far the most terrifying. But I... like when you're walking, say if you're walking through the streets at night and it's dark, you're not worried about a demon, you're worried about someone coming out and killing you and attacking you. Look, it's, it's all scary... with one big government conspiracy. This is all Oh, I'm going saying. to government conspiracy. No, this now. is, no, seriously, like, they've, what did they offer? They offered like an insane amount of money to be able to give evidence that the afterlife existed and ghosts and demons and stuff were real and there's so many there's so many pieces of footage out there that that correlate with that theory and there's so many pieces of that that are fake and obviously hoax and i get that but you know there's so much they're not telling us that's that's the top and bottom of it all right i'll go for my margaret thatcher piece, fucking uh... knew there was a demon that's all i'm saying <laughs> margaret thatcher was a demon this is true oh the conjuring franchise is just films full of cliches done well See, I I am a fan of the Conjuring universe, but not as much as you are. Mm. Definitely not as much as you are. And the Conjuring are very, very good films. And I do think they all, obviously some better than others, but I don't think any of them have missed. I think they've all, they've all scared me in some way. And they've all, I'd watch all of them again, it, without question. It wouldn't, it, I, I'm, none of them I don't like. However, it seems that the formula for a possession horror film is The Conjuring, but James Wan and, and, and so on after just knows how to how to do it perfectly. Like, you can, you, there's nothing worse than a, a cliche done poorly that's just kind of... It's not like a cliche where it's just a little jump scare when there's nothing about, like, it's a, it's a toy box, is it spin, and then mm-hmm. there's something behind it, or it's... You know, it's a, a painting that looks... It's cliches, but they are done very, very well. But in terms of 
in terms of material and and concept and new ideas, I don't really think The Conjuring has put anything out there. All all the films have been safe. They've they've not they've not tried. I don't want to say original because that's harsh, but. Do you get what I'm saying around that bracket? Are you it's... going The Conjuring as The Conjuring... Like, anything that has The Conjuring 1. So, Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2, Conjuring 3. Or are you counting The Conjuring Universe? Because then you've got to pull The Nun in there because yeah, that's linked in. I, and I do. I think The Nun's the same. It's just cliches done very, very well. It's... it's, it's the, the masters of creating suspense and, and fulfilling it at the end with the jump scare or whatever. But... I do, th- and I, you know what? You could even argue that the same applies to Insidious. They they just do them very well. This is a thing. They, they follow are, a very strict formula. Yeah, exactly. There's a very strict formula, so you could argue There's a that, formula to it. Yeah, a exactly. very simple formula. So if you're this formula, if they're doing it over several films, to me now becomes cliche. But because they do it so well every time, it's it's okay. Mm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it is just a, a film's well done cliches. I can't defend Insidious because Insidious is its sort of own bracket, like it was never based on something. The problem with The Conjuring is, I think, they were very limited on scope because they had to focus around Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were two very real people. Mm. And I don't know if Ed was alive, but Lorraine Lorraine definitely saw the first one and then she passed away. But Ed, basically, Ed and Lorraine and like their lawyers and stuff had to sign off on how they were presented on film and how how they were shown to be. Now, the problem is they've they created this like fantastical universe where they were like god's fucking ghost hunters and they were completely in love and nothing can, could break them. Whereas in reality, Ed got a 13-year-old pregnant when yeah. he was a bus driver, cheated on Lorraine, he was fucking horrible to Lorraine and it they, they weren't a very happy couple at all, really. So they they sort of took this imaginative scope, but they've got to sort of run with it or else the Warren family can sue them. So there's, they're pretty limited on that front. And my other point is they are based on real cases, which is the other problem where they have to stick to this formula. Now, the first one was the Perrin family, but Ed and Lorraine didn't actually have a lot to do with the Perrin family. And in the Enfield haunting, I don't actually think Ed and Lorraine had anything to do with the Enfield haunting either. And then they try to do something different with the three. I think three is definitely the most different out of all, it is. That's, all the that's three in the series. One, isn't it? But that's the one you liked, and it's the one I didn't like as much. I've seen it a couple of times now. I've seen it a little bit more, but I really liked. At the certain, I, th- I do sort of disagree that certain points of the third one were not cliche. I, do, I feel like there the were quite a few. The third one was few... definitely more out there. It was a, it was a different type of conjuring. So you could argue that that's. But, like, I didn't think a witch was... Like, I didn't go into The Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It, thinking... Because originally, we all knew it was about the David something case. I can't even fucking remember. But he was possessed. And then the possession went into Arnie, who was the brother's... Who was the boy's sister's boyfriend. Yeah. And then he killed someone. But then they put a completely different spin on it, saying that Arnie had been cursed by a witch... Yeah, and so yeah, I, I'm I not, don't I'm not, think it's not. It's not even about plots or, or characters. It's just about it's. It's just about the the feel for the film. There's, and I'm actually one who's not. I, I don't think it's a bad thing if a if a genre like the Conjuring. This is what I mean. It's not a bad thing because they do it so well. Um, I don't think things necessarily have to change. And I'm not even saying it's a bad point. But you, if you watch the Conjuring's 
back to back, maybe discrediting the third one. I'd have to watch it again because I haven't watched it in a while. And I'm including the nun in this and those alike. Yeah, it's just this strict formula, and you, you, the you've got your your start, your, your possession, or your haunting. This like there's like a snippet of something. It's like a teaser, like oh, this, this is this something bad's happening at this home, or something's tragic's happened here. And then you've got you've got like the the saviors come in, and then the, the, like the scares are quite loose. There's the, the scares are quite little. There's not much happening. And then as the film progresses, it gets scarier and scarier. You can guarantee at some point there's going to be a children's fucking toy box or a children's nursery rhyme singing or something like that's cliche but they do it well you could then there's the there's the battle where it's like oh it looks like we can't do it, it looks like we can't do it oh but we did just do it at the last minute and it's it's not a bad thing at all because i think the thing is you you, you could argue don't fix what isn't broken if that's what they do so well then then go for it but i'm uh i'm I just think that's what the conjurings are they are they're very good films but they are just well done cliches i do to a certain extent, agree with you, especially with the first two. But you're you're commenting on the Conjuring franchise, and so my my job is to disagree with the statement. Yeah, yeah. And the state, I believe the statements be false because actually, the third one, I do not think is full of cliche at all. I'll, I think I'll, it's, okay, I think I'll, it's I'll, a different thing. But one and then. two, I agree yeah. with you completely. It follows a specific formula. I'll agree with you. Three was different. It was a bit of a curveball. But then, do we consider is it the Conjuring or is it James Wan? Because James Wan didn't direct the third one, so is it a James <laughs> Wan cliche? Possibly, but the thing is, if well, I would I don't know him off off the top of my head, but I guarantee if we look at the box offices for all the Conjuring films, they're fucking massive. Oh yeah, like, they're, they're huge. They're doing they're, well. They're, they're, yeah, like why would you try and change things yeah. up? Or like it's 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 like you you going and being oh I'm gonna go be I don't know. Um, now a train driver it's like well why you're good at the job you do now and you could argue that if you said to him well why don't we why don't we not do these suspenseful build-ups and and climaxes at the end and it'd be like well because that's what i'm good at that's mm. that's what i do well and he, he does do it extremely well it'll be but that, the, the only the only thing is if you look at james i know it was his i think it was his first actual big project but if you look at saw it's not like that is all james one's got in his locker like he's yeah, got he he's got the ability things. to do others but maybe but like you said maybe that's when it ties into you You've got to be quite careful of what you chuck in there that's fiction because there are real people involved in this mm. and these are real cases but where people did lose lives, so you have got to be careful. It'll be interesting to see because James Wan's obviously directed every single Insidious so yeah. far and Patrick Wilson's directing this one, so it'll be really interesting yeah, to see if he's sort of going to follow on with how James Wan did it because he works with James yeah. Wan a lot. He'll probably know better than anyone else. Yeah, it'll on. be interesting to see how it's done. Right, well right. Then, your turn. Scariest horrors are the most realistic ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree to a certain extent. The thing is, you it's going to go back to that first statement that we made. Because if it says, like, to me, I believe that demons are real. Mm. And so I qualify demon films and demonic films as real films because it could happen. It depends on your perception of real, definitely. But there is, you know, I... I, I'm, I wasn't disagreeing in the first instance when you talked about things like The Strangers. There is something terrifying about people who just snap for one day for no reason. Yeah, and... but the, that, that's the difference between me and you on this argument is because I don't see... I, re, the, obviously, the term realistic... The, the way I interpret realistic in terms of like horror films is could I see this? Could, could this happen to me? Do I think... Even though the, the chances are minuscule, like The Strangers happening or Hostel or something, but the... 
it, it's known to have happened. It could happen. Whereas demons, I'm more on the edge of, uh, like, I don't, I don't buy it. Whereas you do. You, you are like, well, I do think that could happen to me. And I think, well, the, I, I don't mm. know they exist yet. So the, the arguments are going to differ because you see something as that could potentially happen. Whereas I see it as now that that wouldn't happen. So it's, it's hard because we're on different different pages of the yeah. book at the minute. But are, are the, just because they're realistic, does that necessarily mean they're the scariest? The thing is, when we, especially when you're horror fans like we are, we don't, we're not scared and it doesn't linger with us, the imagery, because that's, you know, they're films pass by. They're just a series of motion flickers. Yeah. But it's how we think about it afterwards. And then we put ourselves into that position. It's all, you know, I, I remain firm on the fact that Casey Becker's death in Scream is the scariest yeah. opening of all time. Because yeah. I look out my patio and think... Fuck that. Yeah. Like, I, I shut my curtains. It's hard, it's hard to disagree with it. I'm trying to find points to that, but... For example, Final Destination isn't a scary film, but there's plenty of people that won't watch it. And the reason why is because... Yeah, Jaws. Yeah, yeah Jaws, exactly. I mean, it's, it's not sort of real, but sort of not. Yeah, but it's... Jaws isn't... Jaws... Sharks don't hold a grudge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and with, like, Final Destination, it's plane crashes. It's things that you honestly do think this could happen to me. The plane crash isn't scary to watch. You're not like, oh, my God, I could, like, what's that? Like, but, it's the, yeah, it's the thought but it's the thought of, of fucking hell, this could happen. That's so... I, I can't even disagree with that one, to Well, be it, br- it brings you to... It's like Final Destination too. I think I mentioned this last week, you know, where the, with the logs on the back of the lorry, yeah. it's like, if you're behind this, you know, you need to overtake as soon escalators, as possible. Escalators, whenever I get on escalators, I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, like, I'm just like, oh, could you imagine? You know, I, you, I always have that flicker of like fear when I go on a roller coaster it's that sort of oh and it because it, it, it's realistic the yeah. film is like that could happen like you could see that happening so I, I can't disagree with it I'm trying to think of a film what, where I, I don't see it as realistic but I could honestly say it's well to me I do disagree because I find Insidious one of the scariest films I've ever watched I don't think there's a lipstick faced demon in the further chasing me about but no but then you, the concept but I think that's of, credit to the film and the directors and the actors not but do you not also I mean, it, it's a, like astral projection is like a, a proven thing. Like people can astral project. Yeah. It's a, it's called. I think we call it switching, or something like that. It's it, and it, that's a very real thing. And I'm not saying the lipstick can face demons waiting for you, but the thought of coming out of your body, yeah, and going somewhere, and then not necessarily knowing your way back. I think that's real. Because you could also creepy. argue, and I'm gonna throw an absolute curveball here, that camp blood. We were scared to watch that for a long time, but what, since we recently watched God, it, it so when we wasn't kids, we, we watched it at our grandma's when we was very little, and it terrified us. And as we've got older and watched it again, <laughs> and we're like, "This is actually the worst." I'll never film forget. Ever. I'll never forget the way we bigged it up before we watched it again. We were like, "This is the most yeah. terrifying shit you've but, ever but seen." But why was we scared? Because it's a cl- someone dressed as a clown in the woods killing people, and that very can badly. happen. Yeah, and that that can happen. But yeah, it's, it, I, I'd, I'd have to creepers. agree with that. There you go, there's yeah, you. Yeah, that is a good one. That is a scary film, yeah. So Without I'd, I'd it argue it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily but then have to be. Maybe it's the... You, you sort of broaden it there. You, you're doing yourself a disservice because every, like... The creeper doesn't scare me. That big fucking truck chasing up behind them, which is a very... I mean, think about when we went to Sleaford mm. and there was that truck. And it was sort of like... We giggled about it at first and we were like, oh, jeepers, creepers. But then as it got further and further... And it came closer and closer. Yeah. Like we both shut up very quickly, and we were like, "Oh shit!" But you could argue that's just actions of the fit. That's that's how the films. Like if you saw Valak walking past your window now, and you just went, "Hi, Charlotte," and just carried on walking, you'd be like, "Oh, Valak's all right." It's only because they're in the atmosphere of uh. chasing. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't the think that's the, the best the actual, example the that you could have used. You know, the, the original design. When, yeah, that was shit. Scary. They should have stayed with that. They should have stayed with that. I mean, the nun was pretty good because it had to test Lorraine's yeah. face. Maybe they'll bring something like that back if they... Because Valak's not... Oh, no, Valak is dead, isn't he? It's back in the nun, new nun, I think. Yeah, but it, that's before oh, and Lorraine. So in the, in the Conjuring 2, Valak's right. gone, isn't it? Cool, then I'll let you pick my next one. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Have you forgotten what half of these are now that we've... Yeah, yeah, I've got no idea what's in there. <laughs> the Shining is too long and has a bad ending. Fucking hell. Yeah, but I agree so, with that. <laughs> I, I almost feel uneducated because, don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed The Shining and it was a good watch. Will I ever go back to it in a hurry? It's another one of them films where it's like, oh, I want to watch this, do you want to? And I'd be like, yeah, okay. But if someone said, oh, pick a film for us, Shining I'd, nev I'd never go to The Shining. It is very long. And I know that I know that adds to the... You're supposed to go insane the with yeah, them, the aren't you? Yeah, exactly. It's the, the length of it and the almost lack of action. It's it, You feel quite claustrophobic watching mm. the film. It's... It's def don't get me wrong, I do enjoy the film and it is a good film. And the ending as well, again, I just feel like it's very... It's just a little bit anticlimactic, but then is it not? Is that because not necessarily every film has to have this battle between the antagonist and the protagonist at the end where there's blood and guts and, and all this stuff. It, it, is, it is quite a... Uh, the, the, end, the ending just does feel a bit... Oh, like he's chasing him through this yeah. maze, and the next day he's frozen. He's just like, oh, that, that's it then. He's he's dead. The, the family's okay. Um, I, and, and I find it hard to pass comment because I'd imagine a lot of people who've read the book said you need to read the book, but I'm I'm not a reader, so that won't happen. But I do think it was too long. I know that's part of it, but personally, as a watcher, I felt it went on too long. And then also the ending, I did just feel was a bit anticlimactic. I can't disagree that it was too long. Because it was too long. However, I did quite like the ending because you did miss a key crucial part about the ending, and that was the fact that Jack was in the photo with them all at the end. Yeah, the ghost. With that, yeah, and I just I did quite like that. I thought so it's that almost was like quite, the hotel had him. Yeah, I thought that was quite eerie and creepy, and I did quite like that ending. But the whole concept of him being frozen, yeah, I just I, a, I can't disagree. It, it was, was a chore watching that film. One, it, it was a chore, and it was like the we watched second it. episode, one or third. Yeah, we, we did we Halloween. We it, and then, no, it, we did it because it, Yara got us in calendars. That, yeah. yeah, and we got the two shining twins, didn't we? Yeah, but we watched it in two parts because it was that freaking long. We watched it. In, we did. We watched it together, didn't we? And we, we had to watch it in two parts because it was that. It long. was almost looking at each other. Like and that, that's my argument. I, I look. I don't. I'll watch a three-hour film, no problem. If I feel like I'm hooked for three hours, it'll go like that. Whereas films where I have to think, oh, should we watch the rest another time? I'm obviously not as intrigued in the film yeah, as, it was as a, others. It was definitely a long watch. Right, you're going to do that one. Already opened it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Modern day horror 2010 plus is better than pre-2010. Right, okay. So, obviously, I, as a person, disagree with this. I think because I feel like some of the most amazing ha Halloween scream like they all predate the yeah Massacres, they predate and the they're thing. they're incredible um but for the sake of argument um i think cgi's developed well not i don't like the fact that the directors use it so often cgi has its place for when, sure yeah when it's done right cgi really helps yeah i agree i mean a bad example of this is it yeah like it was done very poorly but, but a lot of people love it yeah. a lot of people it's really high rated but i don't 
I mean, I are we classing we we class Jurassic Park as a horror. Yeah. So Jurassic World must go under the same belt of things. Yeah, you could argue. And yeah. Jurassic World was sensational. Yeah, Jurassic World was a good film. Um, Deep Blue Sea. The sharks were a little bit questionable, but then you've got shark films now See, that I, are like... I think this question is so subjective. It is. Because... My, Depends so, what you so like. A few, a few of my friends, um, one in particular, he, he's always asking for film recommendations. And he watched Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. I'm not sure if his sin ends. And I said to him, have you seen the originals? And he was like, no. I said, well, but fucking watch the originals. Yeah. Eh? So he watched the original Halloween and he came back and said, I, I, I prefer the newer ones. So See, I'm is, sort is, of on is, that board as well. I prefer the newer Halloweens to the older. See, I, I think it's... I think horror has changed so much since them times to, yeah. to now. Um, and I think, I think it all depends on at, at what station you jumped on the horror train. Yeah. Because if you started back then... That's when you fell in love with it. So yeah. that is always what you're gonna prefer. Like, do we like but, do we like Halloween and Scream because we grew up? They are what they it. are. Or is, is it because of the nostalgia and yeah. because of the classics? Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'd argue that it could possibly, you, you, like, for example, Shah's sister Erin. She loves like Smile and um, Megan. Yeah, well, not necessarily Megan. Nobody liked what, Megan. What was the other one? Uh, Truth or Dare, and there, yeah. was, there was a countdown that one. Yeah, the countdown. She, she, she quite likes them, and I'm, I'm like, these are shit. Like these, are, these are so bad. Well, that's because my style of horror when I jumped on the horror train was slashers, was Jaws, was Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, I was on it. I got on it at a different time, so I think it is so subjective. However, when the I, th I think when you're talking about the Halloweens, I think the the, the old Halloweens, they had st Michael Myers was his scariest when he was a stalker. That's when he was at his peak scariness. So Halloweens one, um, you could even argue through like even like Halloween five and stuff like that. It was it was. Let's not forget Halloween Resurrection. Yeah, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Resurrection <laughs> as well. Yeah, and Halloween H2O, H2O was H2O, fucking H2O, good. It, it was stalker vibes, and that's what made Michael Myers so scary. And I feel like nowadays modern horror, it's more about blood, guts, gore, action. Not, it, there's no there's no time for just a little slow burner. Like in the original Halloween, how long is it till other than the opening kill? How long is it till you actually see Michael start to kill again? It's ages. Yeah. But but the sense of danger in every scene because you because of the way the camera because of the way it's shot and the, like and the, him stepping the out of the bushes. Yeah, yeah and, then and, and even the camera angles where you don't see Michael, you're there thinking, is this Michael's perspective? Yeah. Like, and even though he's not doing anything, or sometimes you can't even see him you always feel like he's there and he's dangerous. And that's what made him so terrifying for me. But I feel like just modern day horrors just don't have that same aspect anymore. It's all about, it's all about quick, you know what I'm saying, don't you? Like quick, get in there, get killed. Money grabbers. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. And there, there are a few, well, there are plenty of, of cases where this isn't the case. Like the Friday the 13th remake, I'm not sure if that was post- I, for some reason, I feel like it might have been 2009. I feel like that's 2008. I thought it was 2009. 2008, 2009. But anyway, that's around the new, the, the modern genre. Yeah. Like, I, I really like that. The new Halloweens I enjoyed. The new Screams I've all enjoyed. But you're listing... Black Phone I enjoyed. Apart from Black Phone, you're listing all Films, things yeah. that were classics and have just been revamped. So... But the Exorcist... No, the Exorcism Autopsy of... Emily Rose. What's the Autopsy one? Jane Doe. Jane Doe. I that really like that film. film. That Grave was a, Encounters. Grave Encounters. So that there are plenty of exceptions. Conjuring. But, and I think the only reason why I'd argue that, that old is better than new is because that's when I fell in love with horror. Yeah. Right. right it's my turn, isn't it? 
Just because something is a classic doesn't mean it's good. Mm. What a link. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Friday the, uh, Friday the 13th, no, I, I think Friday the 13th is good, the first few. Nightmare on Elm Street, I do not find them scary. You don't like Nightmare do on Elm not Street, find them do good. you? No, I don't find them scary, I don't find them entertaining, I don't find them funny. Uh, I, and I don't, I'm not saying they're bad films, but they're really just not for me. Uh, so to me, it's not a classic. Like a classic doesn't necessarily mean it's it's going to be any good. What other instances have you got? Come on, name some more classics at me. Exorcist. Exorcist again. We reviewed that, and that was the first time I'd watched it. And th- this is where I, I, I'm hypocritical to to my friend who was like, "Well, the original Halloween wasn't. I didn't like it because I I didn't like the original Exorcist. Well, no, I didn't dislike it, but it was nowhere." I, I I watched it at the wrong time. I, you need you need to watch films when they're just about. But so maybe a classic stays a classic when you watch it at the time of it being classical. Yeah. But for times have changed, needs have changed, audiences have changed. So now, so I don't think I've ever actually watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've, I've I must have done. You're not. I feel like I must have done, or I've seen so many clips of it. I've, I've definitely yeah. watched Dead Meats videos on it and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to watch that and do I leave there thinking, wow, that film is amazing. Or, yeah, that was all right. But just because it's a classic yeah. doesn't instantly mean it's... I'd say classic means more timeless than it does mean yeah. it's it's necessarily amazing. I do think for it to be a classic, it needs to be good. But everybody's everybody's version of good is subjective. Okay, then. So... I, I, let me just get one more out of the okay, way before you pose your question. So, Rocky Horror Picture Show... You've never seen it. No. I can't stand sci-fi. Sci-fi is not my film whatsoever. The day we do Alien, and we will end up doing Alien at some point, will be the worst fucking week of my life. Because, I watched that for the first time the other week, actually. Because I can't stand sci-fi. Like, anything sci-fi, I just hate. Right. But Rocky Horror Picture Show is has a lot of elements of sci-fi. Now, it's a cult classic, and it is a classic. Why it's a classic, I'm not sure. But it's good. Mm. And it... it there's just something about it. I think a class, and like, because being a classic is subjective. Because like, I would say a classic is something that majority yeah. of people in the world define. Yeah, as who good. determines what exactly? A classic it's is. completely it, who, up who's, to who's there and stamps classic. Stamp classic. On the front yeah, of the it's just how it. Like Titanic's a classic. Jurassic Park's a classic. I, I can see where you're coming from. Right, go uh, on then. Hit me with your question. Because no, because your, po- your points are already cancelled out. Because I was going to say, Deep Blue Sea isn't necessarily a good shark film. No, but it's I a fuck, classic. I fucking love it. It's a classic. But is it a classic? But to or to, is to it me, it's a classic. But to I was going to say, it but it's, it's a classic, classic for us. But if we said, oh, that classic film, Deep Blue Sea, people would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. The classic's got a very niche market, hasn't it? It's I got, would say... It's got, it's got to be massively rated worldwide for it to be a classic. I'd I would say. say your classics in horror. Scream. Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. This is, is a general It's conjuring too, too new to be a, a classic. Yes, I think in... Few, but in I 10 think years it will be a classic. Enough time has got to yeah. pass for it to be a classic. I conjuring agree. series will end up classics. Paranormal Activity, I think, is a classic. I think it's the films that have a big staple in what makes the genre what it is. Blair Witch Project, it was like one of the biggest yeah. found footage things. I would define that as a classic. Do you think it's good? I don't mind the Blair Witch Project. It scared me a lot when I was... A kid, I used to imagine that yeah, I'd see those good? sick figures Would everywhere. Would you say the Blair Witch is a good no. film? But it's so you're agreeing with the point. Yeah. <laughs> this is just agree to disagree to agree to disagree. Yeah, we're just right. we're just striking our moments. Your turn. And you're picking the last one. Would you me. like that one? Yeah. Well, you're having that one. No. You're a dick. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. 
Horror fans are the hardest to please, 100%. Uh, mm, mm. Well, you need to agree with it. So yeah, I need to agree with it. Right, okay, I'm going, I'm not going 100%. I'm not going to be arrogant, but I will agree. Right, this, I mean, this speaks to me massively. So, Scream, Scream 5, all right? Like, I, unless I had written the script myself, in which I did have a go at doing at one point, <laughs> Um, if I'd have, if you know, unless I'd written the script myself and like just made sure that Nev Campbell was in every single fucking scene I could imagine, then have you seen that video of him guessing the lines of who said what in the screen film? Yeah, it's a good video. It made me laugh. It, it was David Arquette that made yeah. me piss. <laughs> he was so good at it. Yeah, but um, unless it was exactly how I wanted, I don't think it would have ever been good enough. And I think, because as I say, you're not big on the forums and stuff, whereas I am. I've got a few horror forums, but like I've got quite a few Scream ones. And just seeing everybody's theory, like, if somebody is brave enough to post something, fucking hell, you better be ready, because there's going to be at least 30 fans below disagreeing with you. The thing is, is you've got a, you've got kind of a biased or a more in-depth view on this because you're massive in the horror forums and communities. You like to discuss with other... Because we're not... We're, we are horror fans, kind of fanatic. Well, we do a podcast on horror films. We're, yeah, we're, pretty, we're, we're, more, we're, than, we're more than it, fans. Yeah. We're, we're huge, huge fans of horror. Whereas someone who just likes to put a horror on with a glass of wine on a, on a night, that's a horror fan. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't think they're as picky as as what we'd believe. So I think horror fans as a whole, I don't think that they're the hardest. And I'll I'll counteract with who I think is, and I think that's Marvel fans or superhero fans, because from what I see on Twitter and have you seen all this stuff about Miles Morales being black, and it's just like like people just kicking off because it's a it's ah. Uh, but then then you've got a con- I think right here's my take on it. Not just horror. I I think you win the argument hands down. I think there's there's different sort of fans. I think book fans to film fans are the hardest to please or original fans of something are harder to please. You've got, look at the fucking when controversy you start with del- The when, Little Mermaid. When you start look delving into classics, you, you're serious, you are, you are always going to upset people. Yeah. Because you, you wouldn't, would you change the first scream a minute of that film? No. Would I change a minute of the first Halloween film? No. no. So if you're taking the name and the and the characters and the actors and you're you're doing something different, it's it's different. It's a change. Yeah. So instantly your guards up. You're like, well, what are they trying to do to my yeah. franchise? So well, when, that... when you start delving about in classics, but for example, films like Smile and Megan, like are horror fans really that hard to please no. if they're splurting out sh- fucking shit like that and and the breaking box office records and people yeah. are going to them and like Megan was in the cinema for fucking ages. Like yeah, people were fizzing over it, and I was like, whereas I think. Whereas, so, so I'd class films like Megan or Truth or Dare as very just average, yeah, media, general, mediocre. Gonna... Whereas I feel like, from what a lot of what I've seen from Marvel fans, because I see quite a bit on Twitter, like if if they're super, like horror don't horror doesn't hold standards from from other horror films. For example, we we don't watch. Um, a, a possession film and go fucking hell that's nowhere near as good as a conjuring mm-hmm. whereas a marvel fan like say a new superhero film comes out and it's like oh well black panther was fucking 10 times better than that what happened despite the spider-man was loads better i feel like they are harder to please and that's the only way i counteract that i feel argument. like I, I, I was just looking at my shelf as well there and just like harry potter they're bringing out a new hbo series that's yeah. never gonna live up to anybody's like you've got characters like daniel radcliffe emma watson Ray Fiennes, yeah, Bonham Carter, who who were ca- they are the characters, and if you're going to change that, 
then it's going to upset and piss off yeah. a lot of people. So I, I disagree with that in total. No, Gen- genuinely no, disagree. I've unfolded it. No, I have not handed it to you. No, this is the one off the table. Well, that's, that's, take. That's, that's the one you've just yours. done. It's not yours. Thank you. There you go. Now it's yours. Right, the, final, the final one to close off the series for now. What would you do if I just like took one out oh. from under the desk? And it is a it is a belter. Is it a belter for me or is it a belter for you? You'll like to argue against this. Oh, okay, cool. Scream 6 Ghostface is the best of the franchise. Which fucking one? So, and you, do you know what? I actually don't even mind this, you know. Don't, don't, right, don't, just look at me for a minute. Don't, <laughs> don't think... Who's under the mask? Think Ghostface. Think the character right. Ghostface. The the black robe and the white mask. Right. For starters, the opening scene one of, one of the worst in the franchises. However, Ghostface is. I don't give a fuck about movies. When he said that, I was like, Oh my god, this guy is not fucking about. <laughs> like I was this, this this like because Ghostface is normally quite. Oh, what's your favorite scheme? Like, you, and that's what we love about Ghostface. Yeah. But it's Scream Six now. The franchise has been going on very long. I feel like we're sat. Ghostface as a character is one character for all the films, and I think they portray him as one character. And it's almost like it's been going on that long now. There's that many failures. It's it's kind of like I'm not I'm not here to fuck about anymore. Yeah. The, I, I like I like the almost cockiness of him when the Sam's boyfriend's in the window at the apartment, and Ghostface can see him, and he can see Ghostface, and it it just, it just got that swagger about him, like you're helpless. There's nothing you can do. The double knife clean. Oh, when they're stabbing fucking Chad. Oh, you fucking love Holy that shit. That, that that to me was just... And you know what? I actually probably would argue that I back this. That not not killer. Not not the best killer. But in terms of actual ghost face. But uh, the on, my only doubt, which is still not enough to turn me, is... But then again, I'm thinking under the mask here. Because I'm thinking... I love the phone call with Randy from uh, Mrs. Loomis. My... Arguing point with Scream Two. I think yeah, Scream the, Two had the best ghost. But, but then, because you're not, you're not thinking of. No, no. I, I'll, I'll explain it in a minute because I want you to finish. But I'm not thinking of Mrs. Loomis and Mickey. Uh, I've got reasons why I think he's the best ghost face. And I, I like this. This Scream Six was uh, scared, m- most scared I've been of Ghostface in a while because I just felt like anything, anything goes. He was, and you know what? Considering when the trailers came out, and I was like. Ghostface holding a fucking shotgun, like screams, done out here. It don't even bother me. Like the scene didn't, the scene didn't bother me because he didn't come in. He, he wasn't carrying a shotgun around me. Just picked yeah. it up and he, and even just in walking around that shop, it was still fucking. It was terrifying. Yeah. So go on then. Let's say your counter argument. Okay, so I just think Cinema Ghostface was amazing in Scream Two. I think not so much Phil's death because it was just so. Um circumstantial like yeah. oh he happened to be in that toilet it was that guy that happened yeah. to have a weight stuff like that but marine's um death in the cinema i thought amongst all the other ghost faces i thought that was really good um gail's chase scene with ghost face yeah. in the studio i thought that was rapid um randy's phone call with ghost face i thought was fantastic yeah um i really liked the car scene with Ghostface. Yeah. 
in the back of the car. I yeah, just but, think yeah, but Gail's he was... chasing with Ghostface in Scream Two, and the car scene in Ghostface was seen too. Like, what what is Ghostface doing there that makes you think this is the best one out of the franchise? It's the. You, it's I, I feel the... like you're talking more about the scenes rather than the way Ghostface is actually behaving. Well, I just I, I'm if we I mean, do talking, enjoy the ghost face more out of that yeah. film. See, I'm saying what's the best? What what's the Scream best? Five, what's the probably. best interpretation of Scream a ghost five. face? You could have you know what? Scream five is a very valid argument. The fact that he stabbed Judy in broad daylight on a front doorstep again it shows that brutality. And just like Wes's throat and stuff like that. And yeah, but the, the, if I was to back your argument about Scream two, I think when he stabs Dewey and stares at Gail through the thing, yeah. that's like. It's like, look what I've just done. And, and then, I just find it massively creepy. You know where it's the bit where he puts the footage on? Yeah, yeah. That, oh, you see him in the projector. I just think that's really good. Yeah, val- valid points. And oh, I've got it. Uh, Scream 2, Omega Beta Zeta, when he slips into the house. Into yeah, the that, that is terrifying. But I think, I think he does that on... Because I argue that it's even scarier than that. And me and Charlotte, when we watched Scream the other day, because she's a massive fan of it now, <laughs> when, what, even just when he when Stu first breaks into the house uh, and he runs across to let Billy in the, through the door yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. that knife, holy fucking shit, yeah, that, that is creepy. scary. And when she's outside looking in the window and he's like... He's, Pops up. The, ju- just his mannerisms and the way he's moving, he, seem, he just seems so... Oh, it sounds so weird, but like in a flow state. It like, sounds like a goat. It's, it's like it's, a goat. Yeah, yeah, he's not rushing, he's not panicking, he's not screwing, he's just like... It's almost like gliding across a house, mm. isn't it? The way that, but that's that's why I think the, the costume so well because you can't really see the legs, so it does kind of look ghost-like. Um, but yeah, valid arguments. Yeah, some good points made. And we finally finished them. Yeah, we finally finished them. So I'll have, to, I'll have to give it a break before we start doing these again. Yeah, we have taken the piss out of it. Yeah. to be fair. Um, what film is it watching next? Deadstream. Week? Deadstream. Well, hopefully next week if we can get yeah. it out for next week, but potentially the week after. Just count up until September, uh, late September time, yeah. on and off. It's not our fault. Um, big sorry to Ear for Fear podcast who wanted to do a collaboration with us and we did organise it, but then holidays have come in the way and yeah, different things, so we've had to postpone that. But we are really looking forward who to doing that a collaboration would later. Increase your life busyness by hundred yeah. percent, but but we will we will collaborate later on in the year, and we're hoping for October. Actually, I was talking to them about it, right? And uh, it would be a nice Halloween, Halloween month, sort yeah. of episode to go with. So yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll keep well we keep them posted. I'll keep them posted, yeah, on, keep Instagram. posted on Instagram. Um, so we'll let you know when. What's it called again? Dead, Deadstream. Deadstream is a. Uh, As you can tell, Oliver's really thrilled about watching dead, this film. It's yeah, really fixed dead, in his mind. No, I am looking forward to it because you backed it massively. I'm, so. I've done this. I do this all the time. I'm like, oh, it's fucking hilarious, and then you were like, oh, no, well, you've you've come. I thought it was really. I thought it was really funny. I think it's just as funny as Haunted House in a different way, but it is just as funny. So look forward to that one then. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.